Welcome to Speak Out Convos, where we speak up and speak out against domestic violence and discuss the harsh realities surrounding it. I am your host, Michaela, and I am joined today with a very special guest, Cynthia Hale, the CEO slash Outreach Director at FTTA Helping Others. How are you doing today, Cynthia? Hey, Michaela, how are you doing today? Doing wonderful. Okay, so we're going to ask um, Cynthia some questions today. Um, Can you please tell us a little bit about your domestic violence situation and what inspired your efforts towards domestic violence awareness? Um, Well, I I got out of domestic violence about 17 years ago. Um, I was domestically abused by my husband who was in the military about 17 years ago. Um, Me and my children were stationed I was actually stationed um, in uh, Cherry Point, North Carolina, um, and uh, started an abusive relationship with my husband, um, who was uh, in the Marines, of course, and um, I was pregnant at the time. Um, and from that, also it spiraled into other domestic violence situations because, you know, when we first start off, in an abusive relationship, we we go into other abusive relationships. And from that first um, spiraled relationship, I, I spanned into other spiraled uh, abusive relationships. Um, I did not know what healthy relationship looked like. Um, so that was uh, my first son's uh, relationship. And after that, I, I went into my second son's relationship which was also very unhealthy um and and when i grew from that and i understood what um unhealthy relationships look like um and and i understood what the mental mental capabilities of a a good healthy relationship uh was i had to grow and i had to um I had to be able to be by myself so that I could um, I could grow as an individual, uh, you understand? And it, it had to be um, it had to be me and my kids for a while so that I can heal. Um, and it wasn't until then that I, I got together with my husband who is now. Um, we've been together for about 22 years. Um, and, uh, but I had to be able to, you know, and I was with my, my first husband, it wasn't not just physical, but it was mental. It was psychological. Um, it was financial, you know, um, and even my second relationship, um, it was also financial and physical and emotional. Um, so we have seen i've seen not only patterns of that um in my uh relationships but i've also seen it in my mother's relationships as well um so when we see those patterns of behavior um in our relationships when we grow older um and when we're younger um we seem to have those patterns in our own relationships definitely Um, Can you please tell us about some of the work that you're doing and please let our audience know about the domestic violence rally and the domestic violence gala? 
So the domestic violence rally started last year. Um, There was no domestic violence rally that was ever done anywhere in the United States. Um, We started off last year um, in April of last year. um, And it started off um, with a a group of us. Um, It started off with me making a video and saying, oh, well, you know what? Let's find out if if there's a, a rally that's ever been done. And from there, it spawned off with all of us kind of getting together and with me saying, you know what, let's, I'm going to go ahead and start this rally going. And, um, it's funny because you, you also did one in Montana, which was great. You were getting, uh, you know, people together. You, you actually were doing an amazing job there. We got some um, wonderful ladies together, um, that are some amazing directors in different areas. Um, and we did an um, amazing job last year um, and we were the only ones that have ever done a domestic violence rally in the front of the Washington Capitol. And not only that, we've done uh, vigils and rallies all across the nation. We did one in Michigan, we did one in Connecticut, we've done one in uh, Wisconsin, we did one in South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, we did two in Texas. Uh, we did uh, one in uh, South Carolina. Did I say South Carolina? Yes, I think I did. Michigan. Um, and and our perspective is to be able to do one in every single place across the nation. Our our perspective is to um, and this year we're going to do it again. We're going to do a three day summit. Um, in Washington, D.C., where we're going to um, not only do uh, a rally and a vigil in front of the Washington Capitol, but we want to also be able to talk to our representatives and our leaders. We want to talk to them and make them understand how important it is to um, have our victims, uh, Victim Against Women's Act and change the verbiage of that act. Um, we also want to have, um, you know, the Laura's Law, and we want to also have, um, we also want some of the laws that need to be implemented um, going across, you know. Um, the laws that need to, to be pushed are, um, you know, are important for us, and, and, uh, you know, not a, a lot of people understand that uh, that uh, we have, have been working very hard for Britney's law. And, um, you know, she had lost her granddaughter and her daughter for Britney's law. Um, and she's been working, Dale uh, Driscoll has been working very hard for, for Lord Britney's law. Um, and now that the law is being changed and implemented in New York, we want the senators and the representatives to 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 understand how how important that is, you know. So uh, being able to talk to our legislators and our senators and our representatives um, is important. Uh, but we also want to talk to um, to them about the military stance on that too, about changing the verbiage. Um, about the Lutenberg Act and how it's not really helping our military. So we want to change that act as well. 
and we want to change how the verbiage of that needs to change to benefit um, our military wives, our military women who are consistently being raped, and the military, uh, the harassment, the bullying that needs to end. You know, uh, so that's another act that needs to be kind of you know the verbiage needs to change. Um, and so we need people across the nation to kind of gather with us to help us to join with us. Uh, so yeah, we're looking for directors. Definitely looking for that. Yeah. Okay, so that kind of leads into my uh, next question. Um, if someone was looking to support the domestic violence rally, um, what social media outlets can it be found on? So our audience, you know, um, join. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, if you're looking to want to get involved, we you can definitely go on to, um, you can go into any of the platforms. We're in Facebook, we're in Twitter, we're in Instagram, uh, and you can go to um, at uh, FFT Helping Others or at DB Rally 2019. Um, that you can find on any of the social medias, or you can go to www domestic violence rally which is r-a-l-l-y 2019.com or go to um, www.f as in frank f as in frank t as in tango dash helping others.com um, and any one of those websites you can definitely support we're always looking for donations uh, but more than that we're looking for volunteers we're looking for able bodies that are willing to come alongside us, uh, looking for volunteers that are willing to uh, stand up and say, I wanna be a director, uh, I wanna be a volunteer coordinator, I wanna be a volunteer. Um, I can sit in front of uh, a, you know, a senator, a representative, um, I can talk to, you know, to volunteers. Uh, I can volunteer my time. Uh, that's that's most important for us. That really is more than anything. That's most important, and uh, not that we don't want your money, <laughs> but we'd rather have your time. Uh, your time is is important for every single one of our directors. Uh, we need able bodies that can go um, and knock on doors and uh, knock on uh, and calls and make phone calls. Uh, that's important for every single one of our directors uh, because laws can't be changed until somebody really uh, makes an effort, you know, for us. So, yeah, yeah, that's what we need. Definitely. Um, so in your personal opinion, what do you feel needs to be done to give more support to victims and survivors of domestic violence? Um, you know, I, I think that the stigma needs to change. Um, mm -hmm. I believe that um, a lot of times um, they believe that, um, you know, why did this person stay for so long? And I think the stigma needs to change. And I believe that they need to relate uh, mental health to that. And I believe that they, it needs to be relational uh, to a lot of things. They need to change the stigma. They also need to change why domestic violence is the way that it is and, and understand that the reason why a lot of women stay 
is not because we want to stay. It's because there might be a financial situation or there might be a disability that goes along with it. Or it might be because, you know, there might be a hindrance of, a, you know, a language barrier or, you know, it might be because their children are involved. So the stigma needs to change um, because of domestic violence. And I think that needs to be an issue that needs to, to change of, of domestic violence. The other thing, too, that needs to change is that we need to involve human trafficking and sex trafficking and labor trafficking and involve that with domestic violence and say, listen, although it's a different issue altogether, we need to include that trafficking issue, the human trafficking and the sex trafficking and labor trafficking issue along with domestic violence because um, human trafficking is becoming a huge part of our society. And um, what people don't understand is a lot of times um, you know, families are the ones that are human trafficking um, their, their, you know, their spouses or their children. And so domestic violence plays a very large part in the human trafficking portion or sex trafficking portion of that family member. And so we really do need to involve those portions of the, either the sex trafficking or human trafficking. And we need to start putting that verbiage inside of the senator's mouth so they understand, hey, listen, this is very involved um, in, you know, whether it be, you know, those issues so that a lot of uh, police officers understand that too. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, So for those um, people in our audience who don't know what FFT Helping Others is, uh, can you kind of explain that a little bit? So FFT Helping Others, um, it actually was shortened from family, friend, togetherness. And the reason why that is, is it actually came from my kids. Um, We can't do anything without families, can't do anything without friends, and we can't do it without, uh, without being together. And it's true, our society does not work if it doesn't work without friends, without friend, without families, without friends, and, and without doing it together. Um, we need to work together so that our society and our community um, works as a whole. And that's why it's called FFT, Helping Others. We have to work together so that our community can better assist sociologically in a better, um, in a symbiotic way. If we do not work together, our society and our infrastructure will break. And so that's why FFT is called family, friend, togetherness. It has to work together and we will break as a society if we do not work as families, as friends and together. We will break as a whole. And so that's why my kids are like, mom, you have to shorten it a little bit. But if anybody asks, just explain to that what it means. Um, But as a society, we have to work symbiotically. Um, We will break apart and um, in anything. Um, All of us need each other. We all need one another, whether it be through food, through homeless actions, through, um, you know, mental health through um, through actions of you know 
um, through anything. We need each other. And if one partner does not help another, we will break. Our infrastructure does not work. And you can see that happening now in Puerto Rico. Uh, the infrastructure is crumbling and um, we need one another. We, we need each other. Our doctors need nurses, need mental health. We need, you know, um, our senators, our leaders. Uh, we all need one another. We need to partner with each other. Uh, we need nonprofits. We need uh, eligible leaders to be able to work with one another so that uh, we can be able to help each other. That's what we need. Definitely. Um, in closing, is there anything you want to say to our audience? Any advice or anything inspirational you'd like to add? Um, you know, today was a really good day. I actually made a good video that, that kind of spoke about, you know, um, seeking, you know, strength and, and um, seeking presence and, and being, I always say being able to media, you know, meditate and being able to take time out and being in, 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 in his presence or, you know, and, and this could be, I know that a lot of people may not be religious or a lot of times people not, may not be in, um, of course I, I am religious, but a lot of times you have to take time out for yourself and you need to take time out to meditate and take time out to, to look at where you are in life and take time out to seek um, where you are in your life so where um, so that you can be a better person for others um, definitely meditate on that meditate on where you are in your life you know take time out for yourself and say you know where am I at right now so that I can help others you know I always tell people I say you know take a, a, an adult time out and say, I need to take an adult time out, meditate on that and say, how can I best help others? And especially in this time that we are right now, whether it be domestic violence or human trafficking or homeless actions or whatever it may be, take time out and look at your environment and say, I really want to help this action, but how can I best you know, utilize my time so that I can be a portion um, for this action. You know, definitely take out time for yourself, whether it be writing it out on a journal or, you know, definitely uh, recording it for yourself or whatever. And think of how you can best utilize yourself um, in whatever action. Um, I. I would encourage you um, to utilize your strengths, your talents, your, you know, your time and um, utilize what's best in your life for, for this effort because we need every voice, every action, every able body for people who have gone through domestic violence and human trafficking. Um, and every child needs you, every woman needs you, every man needs you. And um, we definitely need your talents, definitely need your effort. And um, definitely um, utilize your strengths continually, continually. 
so um that's that's definitely my my uh my little nugget of treasure for you well wonderful um we always like to end speak out podcast with the domestic violence hotline which is 1-800-799-7233 it's a free 24 7 confidential hotline for anybody who may need help thank you so much cynthia for coming on uh, my podcast and giving your insight thanks so much for having me on kayla michaela i appreciate it and i hope you guys have a wonderful day right back at you